Hello and welcome back to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Thanks for taking the time out of your day to stop by, tune in, and, you know, hopefully walk away with some information vital for your good health and well-being. Today it's all about information and education. It's about taking the time to learn a little bit more, to maybe prioritize your health, maybe put yourself in the priority position for maybe the first time ever. And also realizing that, you know, we don't get to just sit back and wait until we're old, geriatric, you know, to start thinking about this. We need to start thinking about it now. There was a time when many of the things that we are experiencing did afflict mostly older people. But since then, really bad diets, high levels of stress, inactivity, lack of sleep. I mean, a lot of things have really pushed us down the road to where... Many of the health conditions that we deal with today are no longer in the geriatric health condition category. We're all dealing with them at many, many age levels, all the way down to the younger aged individuals. They're experiencing things that I think we never would have thought that anyone younger could have ever had to deal with. So knowing that, having a little bit more focus on our health and well-being can be a, you know, a huge, gigantic benefit for us. Every day on the show, the Staying Healthy radio show, this show, Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 in the morning, I talk with the best guest in the industry, the most knowledgeable, informed, educated, and relevant guest in the industry. Now, I've got a lot of guests to choose from, so I choose from the best, because I want everybody that's tuning in to get the best, most up-to-date, relevant information available, and then you get to take all that information And then make up your own mind. But when you're trying to do that, there's nothing better than doing it with really good information at your fingertips. I then send you to Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Stay Healthy, I've been sending you there for such a long time and with good reason, I think. Actually, I know. They are Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer. They're in their fourth decade in the Las Vegas Valley. They're a fully packed, full-service store with the most knowledgeable staff, the best customer service, and up-to-date individuals that are relevant and informed and educated to work with you every time you go in. So go in and see what it's like to go to a full-service store where conversation and dialogue is available to you. Getting your questions answered, also available every day. And choosing from the best products in the natural products industry, all in one location. That is Stay Healthy Health Food Store. You'll find them at 840 South Rancho Drive in the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston. You can visit them Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6, closed on Sunday. And when you're at the the center, it's on the north, excuse me, the northwest corner. You'll see them. They're right next to Smith's. You can't miss them. Actually, I've found this great way, clever way of finding them. When you're standing in the parking lot and you're looking at Smith's, look over your right shoulder. You'll see Stay Healthy Health Food Store. It really does make a difference when you get to work with people that have knowledge because, let's face it, it's confusing today doing just about everything. Getting healthy, being healthy, staying healthy. If you don't think that's confusing, guess what? It is. But it doesn't have to be, and you don't have to do it alone because they're there to work with you so that you can be healthier, feel better, and know you're heading in the right direction without guessing. 
That's Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Don't forget about their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com. Print a coupon to use in the store. Enter your email address for future newsletters. Listen to any of the radio show broadcasts that are always on demand and ready for you to listen to on your time schedule. And call them at 877 877- 2494-877-2494 for mail order services or for what I like to call order preparation services where you can call them on those really busy, crazy days or weeks and have them get everything together so you could just swoop in and pick it up. I think you're really going to find it to be a great place to go to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. Well, today we're going to be talking about herbs. We're going to be talking about liquid herbal tinctures. Of course, we're talking about cedar bear, you know, obviously they're the most potent, most complete, most delicious and easy to use tinctures on the market. So we're always going to be talking about that. Nobody better than Carl and Joan Robinson to be my guest today. Carl and Joan Robinson are the founders of Cedar Bear Liquid Naturals Liquid Herbal Manufacturing Company. Carl is a clinical and formulary herbalist with over 40 years experience as a master herbalist. His specialized schooling in herbal pharmacognosy and pharmacology with emphasis on liquid herbal preparations and formulations led him to develop his revolutionary and totally alcohol-free liquid herbal processing technology that led to the of Cedar Bear Naturals. He was also the lead developer on the process for making Cedar Bear's unique alcohol-free liquid nascent iodine. Both technologies were firsts ever in the dietary supplement industry. Over the last 40 years, Carl has developed hundreds of herbal formulations, both for other companies as well for Cedar Bear. Now, Joan Robinson is a traditional herbalist with well over 25 years experience in researching and writing about herbs and natural health. Joan is also certified meditation and yoga instructor, a former professional actress and voice talent, and a professionally trained classical singer. Having a lifelong autoimmune condition, Joan has used cedar bear herbs to help keep her health in balance and has been the cedar bear's mama bear from the beginning. She focuses on organic gardening, healthful cooking, and wellness. Both Carl and Joan have raised together their blended family of 11 children with Cedar Bear's liquid herbs and have used the products for their fur kids too and are busy developing the organic growing and learning programs at Cedar Bear Herb Farm. Help me welcome my guest. Hello there. Good morning. How's the weather down your way? Actually it's not bad. It's actually cooled down. Had to blanket the horses last night. Um, it's in the 50s right now. Uh, we're a little chilly. Uh, it's been really windy, a little rainy, and uh, a lot of dirt and a lot of dust. Wow. Yeah, we a uh, little little chilly up our way, and uh, oh, we're hitting nice winter freeze this week. I'm not ready for that. <laughs> I, I'll take 118 degrees on a sunny, hot day over 60 on a cold day. Wow. <laughs> I would. Uh, I would, first of all, I'd melt in that. Then I would shrivel up dry and blow away. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it, it's, it's one of those things where you're either a desert rat or you're not. So uh, I am definitely a desert rat. And now that I'm traveling all over the country, I'm seeing all these different kinds of weathers. And I'm like, like that, don't like that, don't like that, like that. So I'm getting to be a little bit picky. You know, when I do your bio every time, when I mention the 11 kids, I think to myself, my God, I hope they were doing something for energy. Oh, uh, yeah. 
done something right. I think you have. Well, you know, today's topic is going to be kind of uh, kind of interesting. I know Marge wanted us to talk about the wet cough, the dry cough, the, and, of course, mullen by itself individually, and also echinacea. And why the echinacea, you know... Um, doesn't have to be overly sweet to be effective. You know, people want everything to taste like candy. Um, your products just seem to taste absolutely incredible. I just, you know, I talk about it all the time, you know, and people are like, okay, I know they're delicious. I know they're easy to use, but do they work? Yeah, they really work amazingly well, and they're delicious. They're like, Jeff, why do you keep harping on the deliciousness? I said, because for like 50 years, everybody kept throwing the other ones out or putting them in the back of their counter because they taste so terrible. Tasting good makes us and allows us to utilize our palate in a way that we enjoy doing something that so good for us. So yeah, I stress the taste a lot. Oh, absolutely. And uh, liquid is the best medium uh, because our body starts recognizing the the benefits from the moment it touches the tongue. Mm -hmm. One of the the water, the the defining uh, high points of the tink track process that I developed was that as far as flavor is concerned, um, it was noted that even using a dried herb, when we would process it, the outcome product would taste just like a fresh, the fresh harvested herb. Alfalfa tinct track tastes like fresh harvested alfalfa. Peppermint tinct track tastes like fresh harvested peppermint. And the same with with uh, echinacea. You know, the the alcohol based extracts actually have a little bit of a biting aspect that they add to echinacea, and that's not natural to the taste of echinacea. So there's actually a bit of a saltiness edge to it, and the bitterness is not as hard biting as what happens with a uh, alcohol-based extraction. So what, as far as the flavor was concerned, those flavoring components are very, very important because if they're in our end product, that means we're also extracting out other things that are natural, native to the herb that only flavor can let you know it's there. I see. You know, the interesting thing, I tell the story about um, the one, the, one of our very first show when we were testing everything um, during the show. And I mean, I, I probably tested, I don't know how many different things. And I, I was pleasantly enjoying everything. Ooh, I was a little overwhelmed by the end of the show because that was a lot of stuff running around my body. But um, I have to tell you, it, it was you won me over that second because I came into it hating liquid herbal tinctures. And I was one of those who would try them for a couple of days and they'd end up at the back of my counter hovering in the corner and I never used them again. <laughs> That's right. It, w- it was a major, major thing to get you to even taste them. And once you did, your eyes lit up, <laughs> the, the eyebrows went up, and oh, he said, "Okay, let me try another one." <laughs> it was, it was, it was wonderful. But I mean, since then, I mean, I have been your your number one fan, and Aww. and the reason being is because we we, t- we do them for the taste. But we come back for the effect of the formula or the individual nutrient. And and I think that's really important because, you know, people say, you know, they taste really, really good. And I said, I do. I said, but how do you like them? They're like, oh, my goodness, they work so well. You know, so I mean, I give them their own names. I talk about the taste. I talk about taking them with you, herbs on the go. Yeah. 
yeah. you know, um, put them into just about everything uh, or take them by themselves and you don't have to hide them. That's that's the big thing about this line. They work, they're effective and you don't have to hide them. You know, you could just take them by themselves if you want to. Like right now I have mullen here and I've got it in my green tea and I'm sipping on it because there's so much sand and dust in the air. Uh, I was outside for just a little bit last night, you know, just blanketing a couple of the horses. And I thought to myself, I can't breathe. Mm. Well, you know, that brings us to a very interesting point as far as the subject matter. And that is uh, Marge uh, at the store asked for us to talk about the wet cough and the dry cough. Yes. And the interesting thing is there's a lot of products that have been out there through the years, decades, you know, even uh, for over a century, that addressed wet congestive coughs. Uh, And those products contain things like um, wild cherry bark, um, white oak, uh, bayberry root bark. Now, these are all very drying, astringing, systemically astringing herbs that dry uh, respiratory tissues that try to clear out that congestion. But there was, there is one, the other cough, the dry, scratchy, hacking cough, there were no products for that as far as, as far as uh, formulas were concerned. And I looked at that and I thought, well, wait a minute. We've got more and more people that are, that are, living in desert areas. In fact, that's where the largest population growth in the country were taking place, was in the desert areas. Heck, Clark County, for two, three decades, was the fastest-growing county in the United States. And it's dry, and it's hot, and there's a lot of dust in the air, and the lungs take a real beating. So I developed a product for dry, scratchy, hacking coughs. And it worked. It worked fabulously. And what that meant was that we used herbs that had a moistening, soothing, hydrating effect on those lung tissues. And the thing was, we were the first company to ever do such a formula. And it's now called Respermoisten, so you know what it's for, respiratory system moistening, like you just used the mullins to help moisten your tissues that got dry and, and irritated. And mullein is an amazing herb for that. It's the primary now, herb. The question <laughs> Jeffrey often gets asked, well, why don't you just call it dry cough formula and wet cough formula? Well, we used to. Until an organization called the FDA got into the game and decided, no, that's getting too close to prescribing and diagnosing. Good Lord, a dry <laughs> cough and a wet cough is actually a natural structure and function problem in the body. It's everywhere. You don't have to even particularly be sick to be experiencing a dry cough or a wet cough, but we can't say that anymore on our labels or in our literature, so we just say, Rest for moisten and rest for dry. Yep. <laughs> well, you know, let me ask you a question, um, and I think this is really good along these lines. When you're choosing this product, when you're someone that has, well, let, let me clarify. What is it that someone does in their daily diet or their or their consumption of fluids and stuff that maybe leads them to a dry or a wet cough? Is it something that is individual to the person, or is it the situation that time? Okay, that's a very good question. First of all, 
in this situation, yes, diet can seriously affect how their respiratory tissues, uh, the state of the respiratory tissues. Now, interestingly, diet is more pushing towards the congestive wet cough scenario. Um, it can exacerbate, a uh, meaning aggravate, a dry cough situation, but seldom does the diet push a person towards a, a dry cough in and of itself, mainly because we don't eat a diet that, that, that does that. Most of the highly processed, fast food-based diet is more of a nature where it congests the body. No, the thing that drives the dry, hack, uh, scratchy cough is the environment. The, the atmosphere, like for instance, there in Vegas, you have very, very dry air, especially in the summer. It's very, very um, dusty, and all of these things contribute. Yes, and pollution and smoking. Yes, and being around smoky air with all the fires we've had. Oh my gosh, yeah. respiratory systems and have been affected all over the United States, especially the West. And the resp and and those types of Pollutants actually have a drying, I mean, a leaching effect on the uh, the uh, respiratory system. Interestingly, when we first are exposed to the dry and the pollutants, our body tries to produce additional amount, compensate by producing additional amounts of moisture. But if that continues, the body gets overtaxed, and eventually, it starts to producing. Uh, less moisture because it's overtaxed, and the problem with that is that less moisture now becomes dry, sticky, stringy mucus, which is indicative of a dry respiratory condition. I mean, how often are you around people, Jeffrey, that are <coughs> and have a hard time getting that phlegm to loosen? Well, they do because that phlegm is sticky, it's dry, and it's also very scanty. It doesn't produce a good productive um, coughing of the mucus. How often? All the time. And, you know, and I just call that that unconstructive annoyance because it's like it's like they're 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 right there and it's literally on the tip of their tongue. No pun intended. Um, but they're not able to get that 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 situation under control because there's nothing there's nothing more constructive than coughing and then bringing up that stuff and getting it out of your system that's and, right and some people can't they can't and it's typical you see it a lot with chain smokers lifetime smokers because their lungs have been beat up i mean the lungs now are producing that dry hacking stuff so i have actually through the years worked with chronic smokers who gave up smoking and found that, oh my gosh, because one of the ways that smokers that are really in that dry hacking, uh, asthmatic or emphysemic type of situation is one of the things is, is the coughs are dry and very, very non-productive as far as the flow of mucus out of the lungs is concerned. And I'll take them and put them on a lung moistening regime and by golly, they'll work with it. And it's not something that happens overnight. It takes a few weeks to a few months. But boy, when their lungs grab those moistening components of the herbs and suddenly those lungs start to moisten up, it's a real surprise to them because suddenly 
they're coughing, they're doing productive coughs, and they're finding that their breathing is not as irritated and edgy. I think the word edgy is the word I heard a lot from them. They say, it's edgy and scratchy, and that goes away. Well, you know, I, it's interesting if you're if you're on a plane lately, you know, because I fly a lot, you know, and of course we're masked up in hazmat suits. Um, but if you listen, you can hear people hacking all over the place. Yes, and, you can. Uh, and you're clearing their throats continuously, and you know, so um, of course, you know, everybody freaks out these days because although it's perfectly normal to have phlegm and mucus and even cough and sneeze, which is normal. Today, every time somebody does one of those normal things, they instantly think that the person has uh, COVID um, because, you know, it's just the way we've been mm-hmm. brainwashed, I guess, along right the now. way. You know, because right now a lot of people are, are, are just, it, that's a normal thing. We never would have thought anything. Up to three years ago, we would have thought, oh, they probably have a cold. Well, the thing is, Jeffrey, is my situation is, I know the difference between a cold cough, a dry, hacky, scratchy cough, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and what appears to be an oncoming COVID cough. I know the difference, mm-hmm. but the because you know, but the, the the typical lay person does not know the difference. True, very true. So I I can't. So when somebody says, "Oh golly, uh, they're coughing," are we, we going to have to be concerned? Oh, don't worry, that's an asthmatic cough. <laughs> Well, let me ask you a question. You know, as far as Mullen, like I'm using it right now, is this something I can continue to use every single day? Because I do get um, coughs and, and dry coughs because, you know, even during the winter months when we don't have the heat, you know, I'm outside. There's a lot of dust and we get a ton of wind in Vegas these days. We never did 10, 15 years ago, but now we get wind all the time. And because it's so dry, we get a lot of particulate in the air. And if you're like me, continually opening my mouth and talking, I usually swallow a bunch of that dust, and then I pay for it later. So I, I've never really asked, can I use mullen all the time? Yes, you can. Mullen is interesting in that it has its tissue moistening quality, but it's also very high in mineral electrolyte uh, mineral salts. <laughs> and those are absolutely essential, especially to the lungs, for rehydrating. Now, an interesting thing out there is the belief that when winter comes, it's not as dry. Actually, if you, if it, like us, we live in the high desert, you and us, um, the different, the high desert actually is drier in the winter sometimes than it is in the summer. So we have to, and add to that, being indoors with the heater on, and that further dries the air out. So we that live in the desert and the high desert areas have to be very, very careful not to over-dry our lungs out in the wintertime. But back to the mullen, absolutely, every day. Go ahead, Joan. Well, mullen is an amazing herb, and we're growing it here. I'm really excited that we just started growing mullen. We see it along the roadsides. It has this long candlestick type of flowering stem um, that it's, it grows in its second year. Mullen, to, to help Marge um, educate people mullen on leaf. mullen, yeah, mullen this leaf. is the mullen leaf, is fuzzy. It's been used since Definitely the Roman times. The Roman army used it. Um, it was written about 2,000 years ago uh, that, that it's now all over the world, but it's, it has these fuzzy, fuzzy leaves, and those leaves have saponins. 
Mm-hmm. They act like scrubbing bubbles uh, for your lungs and respiratory system. So Molin can be used, as Carl said, on a regular basis because it's nutritive. It helps support your health and your respiratory system and your digestive system also. It uh, really does some wonderful things at, at moistening your tissues. Now, let me ask you a question. You know, I put it in my tea in the morning, but you can use Mullen like we use a lot of the other products, you know, put it in our, our smoothies and stuff like that as well, right? Absolutely. Uh, we've got a little tea here that's a multi-complex herb that uh, tea I put together this morning for the respiratory system and uh, overall health, and it has a little Mullen in it. Okay. Now, let's say that you have a dry cough. And you want to use the mullen, but you also want to use the formula that's more aimed toward the dry. Can you use them both? Yes. Oftentimes, people will use the mullen to boost the mullen effect, which is moistening and also lending uh, more of those uh, mineral electrolytes. You see, your tissues need to be saturated with the mineral electrolytes, as far as the lungs are concerned, because the mineral electrolytes are are the composition that helps those tissues to hold on to fluids. And the form- now, when I say hold on to fluids, I'm talking about the healthy holding on to fluids, uh, not the stuff that makes you sick. Well, that formula not, not only has the mullen, the, the uh, respiromycin, not only has the mullen, which is really amazing, it has marshmallow root, which is really an amazing herb at also moistening tissues. Mm-hmm. They work well together. Uh, Angelica root, which is so good for your gentle immune strengthening. Well, also Angelica possesses uh, mild um, anti-inflammatory properties, mm-hmm. which is one of the things that happens with a dry, uh, scratchy, hacky cough is there's oftentimes a lot of chronic uh, sub-inflammation going on. Oh, yes. And most people now are acquainted with elderberry, which really supports the immune system and helps overall. Again, it's a super fruit as well as all the other benefits that it gives. Okay. Do you think that a lot of this cough and a lot of the mucus buildup that gets so, I, I sometimes describe it as, you know, sometimes the mucus, when it finally comes up, it's like glue. I mean, it's so thick. It's almost like raw oysters. And I know that's gross first thing in the morning. Uh, but, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with the diet and the lack of fluid and the lack of natural hydration that the person is doing. There, yes. Diet has a thing. And you, when you describe the mucoid matter that comes up, you have described exactly a dry respiratory condition. That is that is what the dry respiratory condition produces. Now, certain foods, yes, they do that. For instance, believe it or not, um, foods that make the body go overly acid, as far as residual acid is concerned, can have the effect of pressuring the respiratory system towards a more dry state of being. So that's there. Another thing is people drinking a lot of soda pop, uh, especially with the high phosphorus content. I'm not even addressing the, the sugars or the NutraSweet or, or, the, or the high fructose corn syrup. Let's just talk about the phosphorus. 
that they put in, which they don't need to put in, but it's put in because it enhances the carbonated, excuse me, it enhances the carbonation uh, effect of the um, carbonated water. And But the problem with the phosphorus is it has a drying effect on the tissues of the body, and it also drives the body to being more acidic in its residue uh, pH. Did that make sense? It did. It, no, it actually did. I'm just, I'm just compiling it and putting it in my brain. Um, <laughs> but it does make good sense. And I think a lot of people today are thinking, okay, we're at this point of the year. You know, this is when I naturally have flus and colds because I'm traveling and out around more people and stress and weather changes and all that kind of stuff. You know, so I think a lot of people are going to be looking at these and thinking to themselves, you know, this is a, a good time to utilize them. I mean, even though I'm hopefully, you know, in my mind, in my heart, that they've learned that you don't have to be in the just winter months to deal with these things, that they happen, these germs and viruses happen all year long. I know a lot of people are starting to think right now that, you know, this this season I want to be out and be with my friends. I want to protect my immune system. So these are things that are very timely right now because it's already starting. Weather's already changing. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And it's weather changing oftentimes is the hardest time on a lot of people. It's during that change of going from the warm to the sudden cold, and even in the spring going from the cold to the sudden warm. And another thing, we have micro changes that can even affect us more seriously, like being in a stuffy, very warm house that's dry inside, and we go outside and boom, we're suddenly confronted with uh, freezing, chilling air that uh, can affect the respiratory system quite negatively. And again, on the reverse, going from the outside back inside. We have to be very, very careful of that as well. You know, it's a rough time, you know, for people that have horses, this is colic season. And mm. colic season happens when we go from warm to cold, and then it happens again in the spring when we go from cold to warm. You know, it affects their drinking patterns, and a lot of times they dehydrate, and then they get backed up and plugged up, and their intestines get inflamed. And, you know, if you don't take care of it at the right time, you know, intestines can turn and twist. We had to have an emergency colic surgery two weeks ago with one of our horses. And wow. not only are they extremely expensive, but, you know, many times um, the success rate of them coming out of it is very small. So we use everything we can from, you know, salt blocks and increasing fiber like psyllium and, you know, increasing grain to keep things moving and also making sure they got plenty of fresh, clean water. So it's not just humans, you know, that are going through the change. Animals, even in nature, go through seasonal changes. Oh, yeah. And horses are such a clean beast, uh, both dietarily, their system and everything, that they are very, very affected. Actually, my dad used to use a horse because he had horses, trained them, and was a, a farrier and all that. Uh, he looked at a horse as a canary. Huh. Uh, canary in the coal mine, so that if they're not doing well, then we might not be doing well because they get hit first. So you're t talking about that yes, dry the air? always get hit first before <sighs> the humans do as far as weather change effects and things like that. 
Have you ever have you ever considered that, Jeffrey? No, no. You know what? I have not, but it really does make good sense because right now a lot uh, a lot of people are, are really keeping an eye because um this weather is really dipped for us. You got to remember we've we've gone from like a hundred down to fifty four, so we've cut it yeah. in half. You know, so, wow. but I mean, the next eight days will be in like the seventies to eighties again, but just for a couple days. But it only takes a couple days to throw everything off. Well, and that can snap the immune system for people, bringing it back yeah. around. And that's where we start looking at uh, people. You know, we call it cold and flu season because right. their immune systems have gotten compromised uh, or hit. Hit. But, but watch your horses because they will give the indicator. Uh, sometimes by a week, maybe two weeks before it hits the human population. They are incredible environmental uh, canaries. Someone just chimed in and they said, you know, I've been a big believer in a lot of uh, herbs for a long time. I use quite a few of the cedar bear formulas. Um, my son is 18. Uh, I guess it'd be okay. He'd be considered an adult to, to use what I'm using as far as things like mullein and, and other herbs in the line. Can I consider him an adult at 18? I think so. Oh, actually, no, from teenage years on. Consider yeah. him an adult uh, as far as product and intake at 12, 13 years of age. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Here's another question that just came in about echinacea. Is it okay to use echinacea all the time? I seem like I've been using it since January this year, and I put it in my tea every single morning. I'm just wondering, do I need to take a break because I'm afraid to get sick? <laughs> well, actually, uh, that, I'm glad they asked the question. No, echinacea should not be used uh, every day like we do with the nutritive herbs. Um, echinacea. First of all, echinacea's primary um, uh, effect on the body, as far as our body systems are concerned, is the respiratory system. Um, also, echinacea is actually more oriented. Research is showing it has more of an effect on on the bacteria side of the spectrum, though it does cross into the viral side, but. It doesn't do anything with viruses like astragalus and elderberry and a few others we could name does. Whereas elderberry doesn't do as much for bacteria. You know, it's so echinacea is one that you have to be careful with because it's a stimulant. It's not a builder or a cleansing, a, a, a activating cleansing agent. It's a stimulant. It stimulates white blood cell activity in the immune system in the body. And you do not want to be pushing, pushing, pushing on that. I tell people take the uh, echinacea or an echinacea-containing formula, at the most for two, maybe three weeks, take a break for, you know, two, three weeks, and then, you know, go back on it. But no, it should not be taken on a continual basis. Good idea. But alternate with and, your elderberries, and, with your astragalus, with yeah. your um, ashwagandha, all these yeah. other wonderful and, herbs. And I'm speaking to all the echinaceas, angustifolia, purpurea, padilla. So it, it applies to all the echinaceas. So the the thing about this is you can work preventively and medicinally, so you can use it to keep you stronger and healthier, but you can also use it once you've already started experiencing some of the problems. Yes, um, but echinacea should not be used as a preventative. Um, It is definitely a targeted herb. 
Because if you use it as a preventative, you're going to weaken its effect over time, and you will stress Mm -hmm. the immune system, especially for people that are already immune compromised. So it's one of those herbs, you know, it's it's more of a targeted use uh, herb, not a day-to-day building, uh, adapt like we do with adaptogenic type of herbs and products. But mullen can be used preventively. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Mullen can be used. And, and regularly. Can be used. Elderberry can be used. Uh, all of these are respiratory building herbs, can all be used every day. Okay. I think the word is building versus stimulating. Uh, okay, that makes good sense. You know, I, I think that so many people are starting to come back to liquid tinctures because I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I know a lot of people that um, they the old time ones, the old time herbal alcohol tinctures literally left a bad taste in their mouth. <laughs> literally. Yeah. And um, and I think that because of that, a lot of people just kind of, you know, kind of backed away from it. But you know, I, I think that you've been able to create a environment that allows us to have great potency, products that make a difference, you know, that actually are enjoyable to use. But I think above and beyond that, you've taken out the guesswork for us having to figure out what to combine with what by, by creating formulas that we don't have to think about. I love that because sometimes you're standing there and like, well, I could take these three together. Oh, Carl made a formula. With everything combined, I don't have to think about it. I just have to use it. And and I think that makes it easier. Oh, it does. And truly, Carl, is a, with many, many, many years of uh, formulating, um, he is a true master formulator. Now, our immune echinacea... Well, let me add, it also helps to have been a clinician oh, yeah. where I'm able to actually apply these pharmacognostic and pharmacological principles in actual clinical type of use environment. Absolutely. So our, because we're a great believer in the power of herbs, but also that of echinacea, which we're talking about today. So our echinacea super immune formula uses two echinaceas that Carl talked about, purpurea and augustifolia, but it also uses some other wonderful immune stimulating herbs, organ grapefruit, golden seal, astragalus, and lomatium. And those all work to get the immune system, you know, into action when you have something that you're fighting off. Now, that's a formula that also addresses both sides of the issue as far as the bacteriums and the virals because lomatium is a very, very strong antiviral herb. So this is, when it says super immune booster, it's kind of an all-man's sort of immune product it, because it hits both ends of the spectrum. Just thought you might want to know that. Oh, that's really, and you know, and no, that's wonderful. Those tidbits of information are really important. Um, but one of the things that I want to remind people that sometimes an individual herb works really, really well, but sometimes looking to a blended combination, it's the difference of sometimes uh, a single soldier fighting a war versus an entire armed force. Ah, and there, Echinacea Super Immune is for, formulated for that. Thank you. That's an excellent metaphor. 
Well, do you know, I, I look at it a long time ago. I would think to myself, you know, I'm making this, I'm taking this. And of course, you know, Carl, we go back far enough that, you know, there were no blends. There were no combinations. There were none of these things. If you wanted a combination, you best make it yourself, which meant do the research, try to find something that was even available. And so many of the things that we know about today, we didn't even know about back then. Well, you know, we, so, oh, it's a long, different world today. Yeah, well, it is, because when I first got into this, uh, the companies out there, which were mostly alcohol-based, almost all alcohol-based, were basically they would produce their single herbs, and then they'd have a little booklet that would tell you how to com- combine them, which you cannot do now. Um, and they might have a few old, old, uh, what we call old guard formulas, like Thompson's uh, uh, composition blends and things like that. But for as far as herbal blends were concerned, they were per- virtually non-existent until Cedar Bear came along. Because I looked at it and I thought, there's got to be an easier way of doing this and yet get the results. And I found that making formulas commercially available that uh, addresses the majority of the population's needs was the way to go, and the rest is history. You know, I just, I, I think that today... Um it's become very, very complicated. You know, we come from a time when there was little to no information to a time when there's tons of information. And tons of information is great to have, but then you have to disseminate whether or not the information is true to form or not, or not just saying something we wanted to say. So I think a lot of people are confused. And I think that once people go in to stay healthy, they talk with them about the liquid tinctures, they get a better understanding, uh, and then they try them, and then they're they're over the old-time feelings of, of bad tasting, maybe not effective herbs, and they see how well they work. I think, you know, is, we're just changing the minds, you know, one one drop at a time, if you will. And, <laughs> you know, and I think that it's wonderful because all the people that will say, you know what, thank you for turning me on, you know, to those to those liquid tinctures because, you know, I love them. They taste good. They work so well. I can carry them with me. I can put them in anything during the day, you know, and they're on board. Once they try them, they're on board. Oh, absolutely. And it's a lifelong love affair with the cedar bear herbs. They are so wonderful. Um, when I my first health crash happened after Carl and I were married, uh, trying to figure out how to pull my health out of this autoimmune situation that had happened, uh, we, we had to go to liquid herbs. And th- that's, thankfully, I was married to the man that had developed it with with alcohol-free. You know, know, another thing here, there was a time when I'd go to work, you know, making the herbs and stuff, and I used to think, you know, some of the days it was like with all the problems, supply lines and quality control and dealing with regulatory issues and stuff, I thought, Man, is this really worth it? <laughs> I, 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 do I do I really want to put myself through this? And then I'd get a, we'd get a letter, or actually a phone call, or something like this, which you just mentioned. You know, you get people on the product, they come back, their the, the the gratitude and the thankfulness that, that the products were available. That's what makes it worth it. Is the fact that when the people use the product, they not only appreciate the great taste. The fact there was a formula, but they, it works. And some of the stories are quite miraculous. 
let me let me ask you another question. You know, do most of the herbs in the line play well with other things that people are already using? And the reason I ask is because, you know, some people are really enjoying the things that they use and they add some of these in. Do the liquid tinctures play well with everybody else in the sandbox? <laughs> Actually, well, uh, through the years, Jeffrey, I've always said that sometimes our products are enhanced when used with other products, and other products are enhanced when used with our products. For instance, somebody may need more of a real good vitamin C boost because their system just needs it, and we just simply say with our product, use a good buffered vitamin C and see what the difference is. And we've had people who say, I do the vitamin C by itself and I get an effect, but when I use it with the cedar bear herbs, you know, as far as in a cocktail fashion, we call it, they say the results are astounding and vice versa. People will use our product alone and they'll say the results are, you know, great, but when used with something else, they say the results are astounding. <laughs> so I'm a firm believer that our product is not a be-all, end-all for all uh, needs out there. It definitely mix and, and experiment and use with other great products out there. For instance, our Digestive Aid is a fantastic product. But use it with a digestive enzyme and you have an astounding experience. You know, as we're talking right now, what I'm thinking about is that these are a great, easy, effective way to be able to make a difference. There are people out there that already take maybe a decent amount of capsules or tablets, and maybe they're at their their level. They're like, I can't take any more tablets or capsules, and this makes it so much easier because I'm sipping on my tea here. I have green tea with a little bit of honey. I've got my mullein in there. And you know what? It tastes so good. And my throat is so much better because I was like hacking this morning. Mm. And um, I feel fine. And I feel great. And I can enjoy this. And, and I'll have another cup at my next show later. So, <laughs> Well, and one of the things to understand is that the cedar bear approach with how the herbs are produced, it, it is a true dietary supplement, yep. herbal dietary supplement. So any one of them is going to su- supplement and support your health and well-being. Well, I just thank you for these formulas because, you know, the average person will tell me, they'll say, you know, I really enjoy the line. I think they're great. And I and I mentioned this, but I'm going to mention it again because it needs re-mentioning is that you, by your creative formulations, you've made it easy for people that don't want to take the time. It's it's kind of like when someone goes into a store and they say, do you have a joint formula? Do you have an eye formula? Do you have an inflammation formula? And they do. All the companies now make formulas. But when you're looking at liquid tinctures, you've done it. You've taken out the guesswork. And we don't want to figure it out. We, we, don't, we don't want to go through all the studying and everything. We're like, oh, my goodness, there's a formula. He's already done it. I don't have to think about it. I just have to remember to take it. So that yeah. needs needs mentioning because it's really important. Oh, absolutely. Really, really is. Um, because people are using things like um, the things we're talking about today, anything else you think they could add into the mix? Oh, yes. There's a really great formula for when your sinuses are giving you issues 
no matter what it is from. Okay. It's called Sinus Time, and it's spelled T-H-Y-M-E because time is in it. Um, and this formula helps, it helps irritation and congestion in the sinuses specifically, but it also boosts the immune system at the same time. So with fenugreek, with astragalus, with thyme, with schizander, with bayberry, that formula with the echinacea superimmune or the um, the respiradry, which we touched on earlier, that helps, but not much. It respiradry helps dry whatever is going on in your immune system when it's uh. So we talked about the moistening. I'm talking about it respiradry. Oh, that's yes. right. That's the, that's the one. That's the one. Oh, I've seen little children with their runny noses and red noses and red eyes. You give them the Respiradry, and with in minutes, it starts correcting. They start clearing up. So the sinus time, the Respiradry, uh, super immune. These uh, the Respiramoisin, fabulous formulas. I'm laughing because I had to reverse my thinking when we used to say dry. It meant we're moist. Conditions. They say moist. It meant for dry conditions, but because of the way the FDA, you know, messed mm-hmm. the whole situation, we had to describe it for what it does. Yes. <laughs> you know, I just, I, I think that as people experience these formulas, they're going to find the mix that works the best for them because we're all different. And as they add different layers and put things on top of each other and blend things together, I think a lot of them are going to start to say, you know, this is the formula for me. But then again, you know, life changes, seasons change, and they may find themselves making some adjustments in what they're using because as we get older, sometimes we respond differently. I think it comes down to listening to your body, trying quality herbal tinctures, mixing them together, finding out your best mix for you, and um, and, and using a company that you can trust. I think that's important. Absolutely. And being a li- now a lifer with Cedar Bear Herbs myself, I mix, match, I alternate. I, I use one formula for a while and then I'll shift to mm-hmm. another. I'll add, take a single herb and boost a formula with the one like you might want to take a little extra echinacea and use it with the um, Respiradry because that doesn't have echinacea in it. Um, it, it, that's the fun of it. You can play with it and enjoy a greater, better health and well-being, better energy, and your immune system is, gets stronger just by the nature of what you're doing. Well, I want to I thank you guys. This was really good and very timely. Um, anything you want to say in closing? Uh, just we appreciate the folks there. Stay healthy. And hi, Marge. Uh, <laughs> great suggestion for subject matter today. Um, really appreciate you folks. I know it was touched on earlier, but to emphasize, make sure you're drinking plenty of pure water throughout each and every day because that helps the whole body function better. And you can put your cedar bear herbs in your water, too. There you go. (laughs) Guys, stay healthy. Uh, Keep doing what you're doing. Keep these products coming because we um, need them desperately. Absolutely. We've got a fabulous team working on it every day. Well, you, take, you take care and stay safe in your travels. I will. And thank you very much for being here today. It's always my pleasure. Have a great day. You bet. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you. My guest today, Carl and Joan Robinson. Aren't they great? 
you know, they just, you can feel the passion for what they love and what they're doing, and it's reflected in their products. And they make sure that, the, you know, the products are as high a quality as possible. So check out the full line of Cedar Bear products at Stay Healthy Health Food Store. Everyday low prices always on this incredible line. Stay Healthy Health Food Store is your one-stop, full-service location for everything health and nutrition. Not only are they a fully-packed, full-service store with only the best products from the best manufacturers, using the best raw products with transparent formulations, because you know when you want the best, you want the best. You don't want something just to take something. You want something that's going to make a difference. And those are the products that are always carried at Stay Healthy Health Food Store from the companies that they approve to be in the store. But keep in mind, they are Las Vegas' oldest independent health food retailer in their fourth decade in the Valley, so that's a long time. And you know what? They're doing it wonderfully. They're doing it in a really positive way, and they are informative, and they're knowledgeable, and they're friendly, and they make it easy to understand. And, you know, they do and are your go-to place for everything. So if you decide to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy, go no other place than Stay Healthy Health Food Store because everything you need is there. And the service, as well as the friendliness and the comfort that they provide, is, you know, second to none. It's unbelievable. And there's nothing there's nothing better than being able to move forward with your good health and well-being with great support from really incredible people. And that's what Stay Healthy is about. 840 South Rancho Drive is the Rancho Town and Country Center on the northwest corner of Rancho and Charleston, right next to Smith's. Visit them Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6. They're closed on Sunday. Uh, go to their webpage. Good stuff there. Good information. Oh, and also make sure that you like them on Facebook as well. But when you're at their webpage, stayhealthylasvegas.com, print coupons to use in the store. Enter your email address for future newsletters. Listen to any of the radio show on-demand podcasts that are always there for you so it fits your schedule. Send your friends there as well. You may hear a show and you're thinking, oh my goodness, my friend Judy would love this. We were just talking about this at lunch the other day. Send her there. StayHealthyLasVegas.com. Have her download the show. Tell her what day it was and she can listen to it when it's convenient for her. It's all about getting healthy, being healthy, and staying healthy. It's an information world today. And when you want great information, you need to go to the source where the information is true and honest and the best. Check out all the great products at Stay Healthy. And don't forget to check out the full line of Cedar Bear available every day at Stay Healthy. Have a great day. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to the Staying Healthy Radio Show. Remember to tune in Monday through Friday, 8 to 9 a.m. for the most up-to-date, relevant information on your health with the best guest in the industry, helping all of us to get healthy, be healthy, and stay healthy. For your convenience, podcasts of the show are now available at my website, drjeffreyburke.com. Simply click on the archive icon to make available on-demand podcast downloads. Make sure to visit Stay Healthy Health Food Store for all your nutrition needs. Stay Healthy provides reliable, responsible, relevant service every single day. I look forward to talking with all of you soon.